0: Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. wow What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, Ah, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. Okay, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck ears? What the fuck, Knicks? Just got home yesterday from Seattle. Had a great time. Great time in Seattle. Three days up there saw some good music shows but you know what honestly all that's sitting with me now and I don't want to be tedious I don't want to be an ass I ate like shit I just ate like shit it's like a state fair for hipsters that's what bumper shoot is and and I I apologize if you guys some of you didn't know that I was going to be up there I have a problem with doing the, the you know with promoting myself I get on the mic, I talk to you guys, I tell you what's going on in my life, and I forget to tell you where I'm going to be. But a lot of what the fuckers showed up. We had great shows. We did a live WTF with Patton Oswalt, Doug Benson, Eddie Pepitone, El Chupacabra, a.k.a. Nick Kroll. Hilarious Donald Glover. Well, I'll be sharing that uh, episode with you probably in the next week or so. I did a few shows with Tig Notaro, who you met on my show. I had a great time. I was up there with... uh, With my gal, we got to do the hotel room thing for three days. You know what I mean? You know, it's good to go other places to have arguments and yell. It's fun to go out of town to embarrass yourself, uh, you know, to a hallway of people that uh, don't know you at all as opposed to your neighbors. Good to get that out out there in the world uh, we actually we also had some good times i don't need to go into detail but here's what's lingering with me the fact that i ate a brick of curly fries i ate an elephant ear do you know what an elephant ear is doesn't matter fried dough fried just fried dough with some cinnamon that's all i ate a, a hot dog with sauerkraut i ate a box of chocolates i had some uh, ben and jerry's ice cream i had a slice of pizza in between all of that I eat a lot of backstage food, cheese cubes. And I got home. And, uh, you know, because, as you know, know, deep down, I'm a bulimic teenage girl. I wanted to hang myself. So I wanted to eat some healthy stuff here at the house. You know what I got at the house here after being away for three days? You know, it's here at the house to eat nothing. There's nothing to eat at all. So did I go out to a store to buy something to eat? No, no, no. I'll make do. I'll make do with what I have. What have I got? I've got some sliced jalapenos. Okay, I guess that's a start. You can't really build a meal around it. I got some sliced uh, uh, bread and butter pickle slices. Nope, not a meal. Frozen raw chicken. N- not a meal right now. Not unless you want to have chicken popsicles. It's not a meal. You can't just suck on a piece of raw frozen chicken. You probably could though, right? Doesn't it kill the bacteria? I mean, I mean, theoretically, if, if you were going to have to eat raw chicken, couldn't you eat frozen raw chicken? So I ended up having two slices of cheese and a cup of coffee. Fuck. I'm dying for a cigarette. All this non-nicotine shit, you know, okay, I've been off the nicotine. All right, I've chipped a little. I'll be honest with you. I've done some chipping. That's what they used to call it back in the day before I was uh, involved with drugs. I believe that uh, chipping meant, uh, I've been taking, I, I've had a lozenge. Hold on. I think I'm being, there's a air raid. Holy shit. Is that guy going down? Should I be concerned? But I enjoyed the nicotine because it made my metabolism high. And uh, and now I get aggravated at everything very easily. Very easily. I went to this movie theater the other night to see a movie. It's not listed as a special movie theater. It used to be a regular movie theater. I go to Pasadena uh, with Jessica. We go in and it's called the uh, the Gold star gold card gold chase i fucking don't know it's some sort of special theater we walk in and 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 they're like do you have a reservation we're like what it's a movie theater it's not even an arc light. it's not like a big arc light theater either it's just a little theater no we have a reservation well our our seating is all booked up and i'm like what the fuck what kind of fucking theater is this and that was the first time I went after I'd paid $7 to park. Then I went back again, not realizing again what it was. And, and we get there. Do you have reservations? We don't have reservations. Well, I still have some seating available. What you do is you have to join the theater over there, You know, give your email, punch in your preferences, and then come back and get the tickets. So I do that. We go to get the tickets. And uh, Jessica says, I already got a ticket. And I'm, and I'm like, all right. She says, it was $22. I'm like, for both of us? And she's like, no, for one of us. I'm like, $22 for each of us? What the fuck is that? And apparently, it's this movie theater where there's like 12 seats in it. You sit in a lazy boy recliner. They'll feed you food. They'll give you cocktails if you want cocktails. And it's sort of a special movie theater. And I'm like, that is fucking bullshit. Movies are for the people. If people want to do that kind of movie viewing, let them do it at home. You guys are, you're, you're classist. You're idiots. I fucking hate your guts. This place is disgusting. Get your money back. We're leaving. I got that angry at a movie theater. For having 15 seats, Lazy Boy recliners, where you could sit and you had to pay $22 a ticket so somebody could give you food and drinks at your Lazy Boy recliner. Go home. Just go home and watch the movie. That cost me $7. Today on the show, we have Whitney Cummings, who many of you know from the Comedy Central Roasts. I've worked with her a bit. I do know she's a hard worker. Excuse me. She's done some funny things. And you guys uh, enjoy when I have women on the show. Sometimes I get emails like where're the women? I don't know, send me some. But Whitney and I have a, a bit of a past, nothing too sorted. There was no uh, fluids exchanged, but we've worked together. I enjoy her, and she should be here in a minute. I've also have a large cold brewed coffee project going on in the house cold brewed coffee project which is means that you have to take rounds put cold water on them let them sit overnight then double filter them in order to make iced coffee because it's supposed to be great obviously i'm doing it because it occupies some of my time that i should be using to do other things like writing or perhaps shopping for something other than slices of cheese i'm making cold brewed coffee because i started that project last night
1: This is a pretty serious fucking deal. You have the soundproof thing. So you
0: think it looks, you think this is what, you think the inside of my head looks like? This
1: is exactly what the inside of your head looks like highlighters, Santa hat, holograms, pink construction helmet.
0: Yeah, books. Look
1: at those troll dolls. Remember those? Yeah, I feel like if I went into your brain, it would just be like, oh my God, remember those? Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of that.
1: (laughs) A lot of just (laughs) random. That'd be
0: like, uh, there'd be like a whole gymnasium (laughs) full of women. Remember them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then just like sort of uh, self-help books.
0: Not too many. By
1: the way, also duplicates of everything. Sure. You have Noah's Ark. You have like two Noah's Arks here. Well, I,
0: I happen to be a voice on that pilot. The yeah. Noah's Ark pilot that I just received. That
1: really, that sounds cool.
0: Well, it's a cartoon. Well, I had no idea. You're
1: becoming more and more famous for your voice. How does that feel? Well,
0: it feels a little weird. Do you feel that? Do you feel like I'm getting more famous?
1: Well, I mean, you must. You are definitely getting famous.
0: Hold on, let me turn the air off. People, so we're get I now, I,
1: <laughs> I now have this uh, thing where. You know, normally it's it's. I always feel like it's interesting, and you've been doing this so much longer than me, um, but and better than me for longer than me. I don't
0: know. That true? Yeah,
1: that is true. But you know, when you some, you tell someone you're a comedian, and yeah. they're always like, "Oh my god, do you know? Yeah, Enrique Iglesias? Yeah, or even saying Gabriel yeah. Iglesias, whatever.
0: Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias, <laughs> Enrique Iglesias yeah. is, sure. is probably funnier than me. Yeah.
1: Um. But uh. But I get a lot of, "Oh my god, do you know Mar Marin? Get out of here! Yeah, come on. A lot of that. A Did lot do, of that. And then
0: do you say I was on his show?
1: I did say that, but because apparently your show's like the highest-rated show. Or I hope that happens. There's a lot of buzz.
0: There, I, yeah, I, I How have do a, you
1: feel after doing comedy this long and writing books and being a legend? That now you, there's buzz.
0: There's buzz after 25 <laughs> years because I'm doing a show in my garage that nobody has any control over. Finally, I've arrived. <laughs>
1: that's what it is. I feel like that's when comics get successful. When there's no one's like
0: when they're developing done,
1: developing that when they're finished, when they're fucking <laughs> when they're the, either done yeah. or dead, when
0: they can't get any work. <laughs> That's when it happens?
1: <laughs> when it's just you casually talking to your friends in your garage. I hope
0: that you're right.
1: I don't know. I, there is a lot of buzz. All right, Whitney I was Cummings. standing in line for an iPhone, and uh, everyone was talking about your podcast. No,
0: it, my guest is Whitney Cummings here at the garage at the Cat Ranch. Whose phone is that? Is that my phone? Definitely it, Oh, yours. no, you know what? It's uh, it's my computer. You're the one with the buzz. You're the one getting calls. Come on, wait. So you're waiting for, uh, at the Apple store?
1: I was waiting in line at the Apple store, and, uh, I was standing next to a guy who, look, you have a very hip demographic, just so you know, lots okay. of, lots of skinny jeans.
0: Oh God. Vans, really?
1: Vans with no socks. No. And, uh, someone was like, uh, what do you do? I was like, I'm a comedian. They're going, like, oh my God, do you know Mark Maron? No. I was like, yes. And young guy. And so I was like, yeah. And then someone else in line, because when you're in line. And then
0: what did they say though? I hate then, that guy. No,
1: they were like, I love that guy. He's so smart. Da, da, da. Oh. And he also said, which I really appreciate. He's like, I like it when he interviews people, but when they don't talk too much." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's good the- I thought that
1: was like a perfect sort of thing <laughs> it's just sort of the person you interview is like in a backboard for your All own the- rambling. well that's,
0: that's the style yeah. that's the style I've created yeah you do the- a
1: show where people come on the show and interview you yeah that's fine with episode. me every episode
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad I, I have buzz at the Apple Store online. You do, because well,
1: then you interview some really pretty high-profile people. People that like don't even do like the Tonight Show and Letterman. You got like, like.
0: Yeah, I get people that. Uh, yeah, it's odd who I get, but you know, I had a fight to get you. I mean, what did this take? Oh Months my God, and weeks. This,
1: you would think we you we're know, tons. Like... Barack Obama and Tons Beyonce. Tons of rescheduling. Trying, I know.
0: Just sort of hour to hour with yes, you. Yes,
1: that was pretty much. We we changed it maybe twenty. Uh, yeah, times. at
0: least that. And they like this... to
1: play hard to get.
0: Oh, do you? Yeah. So yeah. That, talk about buzz and heat. You know, <laughs> Whitney Cummings is impossible to get on the podcast because she's just too big.
1: Uh, no, I, I I don't even know if it's I'm too big. I'm just um, a basket case, and I just for some. reason. Are you really though? Come I, on. It's like I have maybe five meetings a week, but for some reason I schedule them all at the same time. Because oh, that I'm just happens. Like yeah, right. you know what I mean. It's it's.
0: Oh, I I remember the last time you had something else booked.
1: I did. And And I was like, oh, hey, sorry. For some reason, I I have a meeting with, like, the head of NBC. But I also did you, like, I just don't look at the... Now let's nice. be honest. IPhone.
0: Let's be honest. Like you know, a year or so ago we worked together. How long ago was that? Three years ago, two years Maybe. ago in La Jolla,
1: something like that. Yeah. And you were
0: opening for me, and now like you're you're selling out stadiums. <laughs> and uh, I
1: only perform in uh, airport hangars now. Oh really? Do no.
0: you have to rent them out?
1: I do. <laughs> the standing uh, room only. But
0: you were funny, and uh, oh. and I liked you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? That what? was actually the last enjoyable time I went down to the La Jolla Comedy Store. <laughs> that was such a Can I say that? That what? is such a hell. And I, and I tell them I will not go down there anymore because it's just not worth it. Because San Diego is racist and they're all really conservative, like, Military people. Some and, of them.
0: Except for the beach retards. Yeah, there's
1: like cool, there's some like, and I'm like, <laughs> the beach cards. Cool. There's like, yeah, so if I want to look for a husband, that's a perfect place. Oh, no, come on. I um but no, but I I do going down there, it's like I remember when I went down there when Barack Obama had just gotten elected, and I said something that was just like, hey, did anyone vote for Barack Obama? I didn't say pro, con. Yeah, yeah. Someone in the back was like, You liberal cunt. No. Ran towards the stage. I mean, it's just Ray, like it wait, ran but... towards the stage. And you know how good the security is at the comedy yeah, store yeah, in La Jolla yeah,
0: Just comics going. Yeah, should we do something?
1: <laughs> it's like stoned comics. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, who, you know. And so I, I, and then I had a couple other situations. That I just feel like they're just rowdy and and they're all in.
0: The place is sort of chaos, chaotic and weird. Now, if it gets too yeah. hot in here, there's nothing I can do. You're going to be all right?
1: Okay, no, no, it's good. I like, I'm getting swampy already. This is uh, going to be ridiculous. <laughs> I,
0: I, I left the air it's on. It's not
1: your fault. It's 100 degrees out.
0: Even if it was good air conditioning. I
1: wouldn't have, it wouldn't, Thank it wouldn't matter. Thank God.
0: But okay, so that was the time we worked together. But now, like I talked to somebody who wasn't. I had Natasha Ojero on the live one the other night. I
1: Love Natasha. Do you love?
0: Okay, and she said that you had turned down last Comic Standing. Is that true? That is true. You turned. You ta-
1: turned down to judge it. Why? I don't. I. I that's not for me.
0: Oh really? Yeah. You do, you do?
1: You're smiling like you have like a wicked well, smile. Well, on no, your it's face. just because
0: like it's interesting because you have you you're a very disciplined comic you do yeah. uh, you, you work hard on your jokes I've seen you work hard like you know yeah. I, I know that you're out there like a real trooper doing your jokes every yeah. night but that required you to be a dick
1: well and, and you're I not even, really a dick I wouldn't be a dick like but I just don't believe that I qualify as someone who should be judging other comedians that number one of maybe have been doing it longer than me that's a good and, point. you know what I mean it's yeah. just, I'm not I, I you know and I also um don't ever look at a comic and say he sucks. Like I'm just like he's doing something different than me. I just don't feel comfortable. I don't believe I'm qualified to say whether someone's funny or not. You're pretty
0: diplomatic. It's sort of annoying. I'm, I'm
1: not trying to be diplomatic. No, no, no. But I I'm know. To think, I mean, and also, here's another thing: is that um, in th- general, though, I think the show's corny. Yeah. Um, I think the show's embarrassing to comics. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I agree with you. But I truly do not believe that I'm qualified <laughs> to say someone else is funny. Like if I look at someone, I'm not like he sucks. I'm just like. He's doing something different than me. Right. I mean, the comics that I think are really funny, a lot yeah. of people don't think are really funny. Is you your know? manager
0: still produce it?
1: He still produces it, <laughs> but he actually had no idea that I yeah. was being offered it. Right. He, um you know didn't want me to do it NBC called me directly and asked me about it and it was funny because I um, I also just don't think it's a forum in which I'm able to be funny. Right. It wasn't like didn't seem like a situation where I could do You're what You're a joke I do. person Yeah I don't want to sit around and judge people. You know, talk. Yeah and also and also the <laughs> way that my manager helps me decide if I'm going to do a job or not is he does my Tonight Show intro with that credit in it uh-huh. so he did you know we were tra- I was trying to figure out if I should do it or not because Kinler was on it who I love and Geraldo who I right. love and I was like oh that sounds like it'd be fun. Right. Um, but he said he's like ladies and gentlemen this next woman's a judge on last comic standing please and I was like cringed and was like oh my god I can't do that that's embarrassing
0: I I think it's a good call but it's
1: also another thing is that they require you um, to say no to a certain amount of people I mean it's a TV show it's a fucking reality show that's scripted so they say I mean I don't know Natasha's experience but they say things like okay this next guy you have to say no because we already have too many yeses
0: you know what I mean like yeah. can you,
1: can you, can you, our friends some of our friends auditioned for that no I
0: agree with you I, can't, I, I think not, you did the right thing I don't
1: feel comfortable having Brody Stevens come in and be like no sorry like you know what I mean it's yeah. just people that I'm friends it's already,
0: with show, show business is already hard enough and we're yeah. already uh, sort of dickish to each other sometimes yeah why do you know we, what I mean why do you gotta do it in front of other I people just, on television
1: on television yeah. I just I don't know it just wasn't for me and I'm sure Natasha made it good her. I don't know
0: I didn't, I've didn't. i never watched this show never
1: seen that show you've never watched it either I, I've Ever? never seen it I've seen it on like people um, sometimes post links to their tv things on my facebook page yeah <laughs> so every now and then if i go through and delete it i'll see someone but,
0: but it's funny that you're so diplomatic and, and I, you know
1: what? i'm not diplomatic i'm d- that's truly the way i think about it
0: no i know I'm, I, I i okay i'm not the, using diplomatic as an insult but yeah but yeah why is ver- that
1: an insult by the way Be- because <laughs> you think, think i'm like being condescending like, Yeah. no i don't think you're being condescending it makes me feel like i'm a pussy or something <laughs> but i'm not I'm f- fine with saying I think the show sucks. I think it's Cordy, but I do not believe I'm. Do you think I've been doing comedy for like five years? Do you think I no no no. I understand but I was. Someone's
0: funny or not? I meant that you're being diplomatic and that you never like you don't you don't say you don't like comics. Like you just going to you're just going to say I
1: don't really. I I, may, I you know I used to a lot, but I just don't what think What changed? I you know what? I it's just I don't have any brain space for it. Like I just don't care. For resentment. Yeah, not even resentment. I mean, there's no reason if someone's doing I just I don't feel competitive with other comics and therefore I don't feel that I should judge them. Did you ever Oh, yeah. In the beginning, you feel competitive, I think.
0: But now that you're getting a little...
1: Not even that, because there's always going to be someone who's better than you. There's always going to be someone who's more successful the, than you.
0: Better in what way? You know way? what it is? I f- I fig- I did.
1: But I figured out who the fuck I am. Right. So now I'm not... You know My, my favorite quote, and I'm really into quotes that I don't know who said them. Yeah. Um, this one quote Maybe that... we can figure it out. ...kind of changed my life, <laughs> get on fucking Wikipedia, is that comparison is the worst form of violence against yourself. Wow! I know. I don't know. Comparison
0: it's, it, is the worst, worst form of. So art. I used to. How about when I hit myself in the head <laughs> with a hammer?
1: That's. I don't know. That's self love in a lot of uh, in a lot of
0: circles. <laughs> that to
1: me is a healthy yeah. relationship.
0: Comparison. What does it it's, say it's again? Com- you memorized it. it.
1: Comparison is the worst form of violence. Get yourself. So I did used to run around and go, she's, you know, has more than me. I should have more than her. But that is just a way of, to self abuse.
0: Well, you're oh Oh, that's very sweet. You're right. Well, you're a very self aware person. You've done some work on yourself. You mm-hmm. do. Like I noticed that the last yeah. time we hung out.
1: I just. But I did find that I that I, I just don't, I wouldn't want to professionally do something that I try to not do in private in terms of comparing and judging other people you know hopefully i'm gonna make all the money i want to make but i don't want to run around defending what i'm doing all the time i'm i know i look a hundred but i'm actually pretty young so it's like i don't like it's one of those things where i felt like i would constantly be in comedy clubs and People will be like, are oh, you're doing last comedy standing." Yeah, but I'm just doing it because I'm a like yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. feel like t- I would have felt so defensive and embarrassed.
0: Right, but you don't um, like. Let's in terms of of growing and and, and becoming a better person and doing comedy. Because I remember working with you. I, I know you. We went running together. We did. Uh, and You.
1: We were running from something.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all. Together. Always. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we couldn't talk about it at all. We was. were
1: just. We it was, was it was vague. It was very vague. <laughs> but it was intense.
0: <laughs> a vague force that came from within <laughs> us <laughs> was. was something we were running from, and. We We went and bought uh, healthy food. We did. We
1: went to that health food store. Yeah,
0: and we talked about yoga. We did. And you have nice skin.
1: Thank you. Everybody says that, which is so weird because I don't... I didn't always have nice skin, so now I'm like... Adjusting to the fact that I do, because everyone seems to think that. But you're
0: you're like a comic, so you've got to be pretty fucked up somehow.
1: Yeah, you know, I here's the, I, I, I I that theory. Where do I, you come from? I obsess about that a lot what? about the idea that the comics are fucked up, but I think everyone's fucked up. I think doctors uh, and truck see, drivers. that again
0: and, with the diplomacy.
1: Oh, I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I'm trying to defend because I'm about to go into a whole thing of probably why I'm crazy. I just didn't want to umbrella say that all comics are crazy. But wait,
0: what kind of crazy are you? I couldn't quite figure it out. What did you do uh, before comics? Well, I
1: think my... where you By the way, you... Let's pen, talk about Penn in Philadelphia?
0: You went to Penn in Philadelphia? Yeah, but you know what it's it good, is?
1: School. Comics, because it's funny, because everybody says Smarty. comics are damaged. Comics yeah. are damaged. Yeah. I always defend comics and say, you know what, fuck you. Comics are just smart and and passionate about shit, and you're a perfect example of this. The kind of person who shit you care about shit that no one else cares about and you're haunted by things that people just you know don't think twice about
0: right that's called uh, obsessive, obsessive and compulsive no, <laughs> on to me. No I, no, I I think you're right. I th- I think that I'm not saying that comics are damaged necessarily. I do think we're overly sensitive. I yeah. do think that y- you know most of us have a similar sort of uh, character flaw and that we're a little more needy yeah, than other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But uh, n-
1: analytical, neurotic. No, I think maybe. we're all very smart. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I, and I may, I never want to say this about myself, but I do think most comics, the successful ones especially, ones I admire, have above average intelligence. You think so? Yes, I I completely do. Really? Yeah. I think comics matter more than. Politicians matter more than journalists. Well, I I'm, think we're
0: more. Uh, we have the capacity to be more honest.
1: Yeah. Well, I like. I don't I know I about would, journalism. If, if I had a, if I, if I had like an, you know, eight-year-old kid, I'd rather him watch, you know, you do an hour than want, have him watch the news. I think he'd learn more. <laughs> about what? About well, as long as you're not talking about, you know, <laughs> that not only murderous it, impulses. Right. If you're talking about politics, not, not only does society. it suck in the
0: world, but apparently it sucks inside of us too. Is that what you want to teach your kid? Yeah, it's completely. There, there are battles to be uh, <laughs> to be fought on every front, within and without. So you went to Penn, and where'd did, you grow up? I do
1: go to Penn. I'm from D.C., Washington D.C. Originally. Were your
0: parents in politics? They
1: were not at all. Um, mm. They weren't. My my dad was kind of. Um, uh it's sort of just a vague uh, venture capitalist. I thought you were
0: gonna say a vague presence in my life. He was sometimes <laughs> that there. True.
1: That by the way, that too. He was he did come and go randomly. Um had had many uh wives and and Really? Such. Yeah. A lot of um I had a, a but you know what it's one of those things where I'm so like,
0: assuming that your parents are divorced. Divorced, yeah. Okay. They were divorced
1: when I was very young. He you didn't have wives he's behind. Been, your yeah, he bag. well he, we're Mormon. No. Um he had uh no he's had four wives since really but yeah but my mom worked which is something i really appreciate but she was always gone so i was just always at home i did have to work very hard to get attention which i still do at the comedy store every night <laughs> you know so that You're was a, a pattern trooper that started early no i mean um and i uh, yeah tumultuous definitely did a lot of drugs as a kid and just i you know i kind of had to raise dad has myself.
0: four wives
1: he had four wives and numerous mistresses is he still around um he's still around yeah yeah my dad looks exactly like dan Aykroyd, uh-huh. and he is probably the most charming person you'll ever meet like he's, I, I, you, I would guess
0: if he's had you four cannot, wives, you
1: cannot exactly. You cannot stay mad at him. He's the kind of guy who will do something really egregious. Then why'd they leave? Um, why they let be, Well, be, I think they, they were, I think one? they were forced out. Exactly, <laughs> it was like, oh, you married someone else. I guess we should break up. I think was kind of how it is. Oh. But I found out I had sisters I didn't know about, really and brothers, and yeah. So I how keep, many? I keep finding. I know of like four brothers and sisters that i've never met that are just like mistresses and random yeah wait
0: from un from wives from people that weren't his wives uh that were
1: not his wives yeah just oh my god so he was just out there
0: spreading his seed out there
1: fucking doing it yeah how'd you find that i don't want to talk too much about this because i already have random family members asking me for money that i've never met are you serious (laughs) you know what i mean well because i mean you they see you on tv they're like give me some money totally your nephew you know and wants to go to private did they find you on facebook that, and calling, and calling my sister, and my brother, and... You so know. you have
0: you have a sister and a brother from a, your have, two parents?
1: Yes. My uh, my brother's my half-brother. He lived in England now. He lives in Dubai, randomly. He's very smart. A lot of
0: comedy gigs in Dubai. you did there. You know, what,
1: you know what? I did <laughs> do stand-up in Dubai, you did? randomly, with Ahmed Ahmed. You did? Uh, yeah, he organized some thing over there, and we you went, went over there, there Did you have twice. to wear a,
0: a, a thing? You know what?
1: I love this. This is fascinating, and you'll probably have a lot a burka? to say about this. I did not have to wear a burqa. I went over there thinking I was have to be completely covered up. I literally came off the plane in a snuggie. Like I thought I was going to be the women dress like whores. They're all- it's like the comedy Dubai, star. Okay. And the women dress like horse. Right. Dubai is kind of like the The Vegas, Vegas, right? It's like the Vegas over there. And I, it's funny because I asked this woman because there were all these women that were just in sluts, like bikinis, fucking camel. I was stunned. Yeah. And then I did see a lot of women that were in their twenties in the full garb. Yeah. And I sent to them, I was like, you know, is this oppressive to you? Da, 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 da. And they said, they were like, no, we think we choose this. Women in America, we think are oppressed because they have to get plastic surgery and they're judged by their body. They had some really good fucking points, but the women that were dressed really scantily, I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you allowed to? Are you to where this, oh, yeah, and, and the, literally, this one girl looked at me dead serious. She was yeah. like, "It's fucking hot," because <laughs> it's like 130 degrees, and I was like, "You know what? That's a pretty good point." I think I'm trying to attach but, too
0: much meaning to this. But they, but those women would go put that stuff on later. Some
1: of them did. It's a choice over there. It's absolutely in a Dubai. Choice. In Dubai, well, here's the thing: Dubai is like an amalgamation of all those Middle Eastern countries—Saudi Arabia and uh, Egypt and yeah. Jordan and all those places. So yeah. it's like you know. It's 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 there's there's varying levels of oppression, and I was asking someone about the most oppressive places, and they said in Saudi Arabia, in the most conservative places, um, women can't drive, they can't read, and they're not allowed to work. Right. And I was like, that sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> <Does> someone. <pay laughs> what you do you mean? That? I know, literally, I was like, get... that's
1: oppressive. Like that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so it much.
1: did kind of blow my mind. Yeah, but um. then I
0: guess you have to be part of a. Uh... I, I, I don't know how it works over there and I don't want to be racist. Yeah. But it seems like there's a lot of people with a lot of fucking money.
1: A lot of money. They are so incredibly rich. It's a ridiculous amount of money. The, but there is, but that's the top 1%. Everyone because else I think is broke.
0: I, I, I talked to Aaron Cater. I think he did a private gig at some guy's house for For
1: like something. 30 grand or yeah. something. Yeah. They have all Just kinds of Just to come money. over and eat well, dinner it's funny with them. because my whole thing, that's my same thing with colleges. Yeah. I'm always like, do you guys not know how much we normally get paid? <laughs> like, you know right, what I mean? I'm, yeah. There's clear. Apparently, there is some. Someone was telling me, like, a website that tells you how what comics quotes are. Like, at, yeah, I know. Fascinating, right? I, I mean, I I'd like
0: to know what mine are. I, I d- want to see it, but no I one don't want to see it. Them.
1: I know yeah. completely. So, but apparently, but I just wonder how, why they think they have to pay us 50 grand. <sighs>
0: yeah. Sometimes, have you ever had that situation where you, you're paid money and you're like, you, you don't feel like you should take it?
1: You don't feel like it because yeah. you just didn't do yeah, well? Yeah, because you're like, I don't, I don't know.
0: He just takes some money back. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, seriously. Did like you, you ever know do that? You know, no. Do you ever tank? My whole thing is, yeah. My whole thing is, if I did bad, the worst I do, you should have to pay me more. Oh, really? <laughs> because it's such an unpleasant experience. Clearly, you know, I mean? you know
0: why did you put me through this? Yeah, like if, <laughs> I want if, I'm, more money. if
1: I'm bombing horribly. Well, because, you know, those nightmare gigs, like corporate gigs and stuff, where they're like, you get there... And they're like, so anything, anything we can get for you? And I'm like, oh, just you know that we're all good. But the oh, you need a mic stand? You need a or are <laughs> right. we, wait? You need a mic? I, thought,
0: or- I bought a mic stand. Wait, did you? Yeah.
1: Oh look, you did. But you know it's you know sometimes they have those weird like That's why like, I bought that those crazy ones that uh, are the, like for yeah, musicians. The worst. And what are those? And then sometimes they're like, Oh, you needed a microphone?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh shit. Sorry Did this... you want chairs? you want oh, people to sit you want, in chairs? Is that cool?
1: Yeah. Or it's this just is this like, a college gig. There's always a college gig or by the way, corporate gigs. I did one recently where I get What do you do to a corporate gig? Well I, was, I never get asked to do I was corporate hosting gig. it. I don't get asked to do a lot of them. Um I hosted it and they're like, Okay, great, so you're gonna host it, and um first can you call out these numbers and pull oh, yeah. put pull something out of a pot like a yeah, raffle and then right. right before i went up to perform the yeah. guy goes okay whitney cummings is about to come up perform but now just so you know the buffet just opened and the, the poker worst. tables open in the back so there was just a mass exodus <laughs> of people and then i was about there was a dance floor between me and the tables about oh, 50 uh, feet yeah so it's like if you're gonna do that kind of shit i'll take the 20 grand
0: i well i did that how much you made good for you yeah you know, that, you but the uh, the I did one of those exactly like that where there were two buffet lines there was a dance floor there was an While ice sculpture stage, at the end it's yeah. bright
1: light the it's worst. like daytime. they don't it's care disaster. no don't care at all it's like a corporate party or something so
0: what do you, what do you think most of your visibility is from now Chelsea
1: I don't You, know, Chelsea is really fucking powerful I mean she really I mean powerful in terms of people really and watch that show do you
0: tour with the, What do you go on those tours I do
1: some of the comedians of Chelsea lately tours and how like do they the, sell good um, they sell really really well they always have like you know a couple of the writers and then they'll have like a big headliner uh-huh. to you know which um and uh and it's great you know Chelsea's been so supportive and it's like because and I'm sure you talked about it with Natasha it's like to have a woman you know support other women is really awesome and rare and cool Right You know so I'm, I'm actually psyched To be a part of it And I, I did so many cities this year I did like 60 cities this year That now I just want to do Kind of like one nighters And those are one night You did 60 thing. cities in yeah. what You mean weeks In 60 like, different cities like, One nighters Some one nighter. So I was this year I did Chelsea's tour I did the tour with Dennis Leary I did this other college tour You did
0: the Rescue Me tour Yeah yeah Are you on that show
1: I'm not on the show But Dennis um just asked me to do it, it Yeah It was cool so, th- so I would do like A Monday night A Tuesday night At like a random theater College and then do a weekend
0: so it was you, Lenny Clack.
1: It was Lenny Clack, Adam uh, Ferrara, Adam Ferrara, and then a couple other people kind of s- switched in and Lenny out. Lenny Clack. Lenny Clack. He is funny. I and, know. By the way, the nicest guy. I've
0: known I mean I knew Lenny when I was starting out in Boston. I, I was mean, gonna say I, I knew Barry Katz when he was a comic.
1: Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Did you I, your manager, I, I
0: remember when he was a comic. I used to do he started me, I did my first gigs for him when he booked One Nighters out of a basement I in known. Alston.
1: I know everyone hates him, but he loves you.
0: Yeah, I I have nothing. You know,
1: people, you know, a lot of people have bad things to say about him and whatever, but he's good for, I I know he's, yeah, but he's oddly really good for me.
0: The one thing I know about him is I saw where he started. I saw where he is now. Yes. So whatever the fuck he did, you know, he did something right and he worked hard to get yeah, there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it's what It's a dirty what, business. He, it is a dirty business. It's gangsters. It's I mean, Barry, and I tell him yeah. sometimes like Barry, you need to have some fucking tact. Like yeah. you know, you know, he didn't come up through but there's so many managers and agents and stuff who were like went to law school or business school and now they're eight they know nothing about comedy. Barry loves comedy. You I know. know what I mean? And I, that I, yeah, he means does. a lot to me. And he's actually a really good manager because I think a lot of people ask, and I don't know if you ever talk about this with the girls that you interview about like, Why are women not as funny as men? Why aren't there more female comics? My theory about yeah. it is that it's not that women aren't funny, it's just that women get seen before they're ready. It takes a couple years to get fucking good and to figure out what your point of view is. And I feel like the best managers of women just slow their women down. So, Barry, for the first th- three years I was doing comedy, he wouldn't let me showcase for anything, he wouldn't let me, you know, do anything. You know, yeah, he just let me. He's like, just get good. And he said, when you kill 10 times in a row, well, you know, when I'll I, get you showcases,
0: when I watch you, like like I don't at first when I knew you a couple of years ago you always had jokes but now like you seem to have like I don't know what it is up there your <laughs> point of view you don't seem to be affected uh, by what the audience is doing <laughs> that you, you seem to work so hard I'm a that, machine gun. yeah they're a bit it's not a give or take it's not a it's not <laughs> do you am I wrong
1: you know what? It's funny because it's like... But I imagine when yeah. they
0: do yes. connect with you, you must feel elated. Yeah. But I mean, I see the way your process is. You just yeah. you get up there. It doesn't matter who's there or, or who went on before you or what the audience looks like. It's just like, bang, 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 bang.
1: Well, it's to me, it's... Yeah, I like to take a uh, rape approach.
0: <laughs> yeah, to them?
1: <laughs> to them. No, it's true. It's interesting because I do. I tend to... Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, people, I I never know how to describe my own stand-up. It seems so narcissistic and lame. But when people have described me, they describe it a couple ways that I guess are probably true. They say like I'm a machine gun. That I take a very surgical approach. You know what I mean? A lot of people get on stage and they're going, "Okay, the person behind me just bombed. So what's going on? Why do you guys suck?" Like I don't acknowledge that kind of energy in the room. I just kind of make it.
0: Yeah, I think, I want I it think to what be. you do. You're just an, you're an aggressive. Yeah. joke teller that yeah. that like and and it's become your personality which is sort yeah. of interesting because your timing and the way... I mean, you, you write everything. All your jokes are written yeah. and you, you're constantly... You just don't go joke to joke to joke yeah. to joke. But after a while, after a few years of doing that, yeah. you now have a certain edge to yourself. You have a certain charm. You're comfortable in your craft. So it's not like you're really speaking yeah. from a, a point of view, but you definitely tell jokes from a, a point of view. You have a way of doing it.
1: You know what it is? It's that OR timing. Original I know, yeah. It's that original room timing. From that, the comedy you, Yeah, exactly. You have to take control because it's like one of those things, and Kevin Christie and I were talking about it, about how like if you give them a second, you know, they will heckle you, they will get up to the bat. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's like you just can take no prisoners. It's like I just try, I do try to kind of take control, right?
0: You know. And then when I think then when it's easy, it must be feel great. I yeah. mean, I didn't see your special, but I imagine they were all there to see you, so it was probably. Just... I was going to
1: say I think the dynamic is changing a little bit because since people kind of start to know me so now, what's... I can take a breath and I. You can might take really open time. up. Yeah, and I can, and I've started you know what writing more i don't know if that's gonna happen um but i have started writing more on stage right well the, instead yeah. of knowing what i'm gonna do and just plowing through it so it's more fucking around the and, fear
0: is going away because
1: well, there's there's a lot less there's still a lot of fear don't get me wrong but um yeah the fear is lessened and i give myself the benefit of the doubt and the crowd does too but,
0: but what's respectable about your process now I, I, whether or not i don't know for sure, but like w- when I came up in New York, you know, people like Attell and people like Louie or people like myself, what you would do is you'd do as many sets as you could in a night. Yeah. And that's harder to do in this city. Yeah. But you do it somehow. I mean, yeah. like the one thing I know about you is that, and it reminds me of Attell in a way, is that you just keep pushing to the point where, like, you know, you just you, you want your soul to have a callus on it uh, so you could. Why I,
1: do I think that's a compliment? I don't know. I
0: literally was like, oh, thanks. and so like you know, so it's just there's nothing in between you and the joke and you're never going to be left vulnerable up there. It just yeah. seemed that you were constructing this armor made out of jokes. That's interesting. That you could just go up anywhere and just like, kiss, kuh, pow, bangs, and leave, uh, you know, intact. Because yeah. I never get the feeling that you, uh... see, I've tried to hurt you. And I, I do <laughs> I, I've not been able to get through. I'd, I'd like to know that you're hurtable.
1: I think that I. Uh, well, it's the people that have the most armor are the ones that are most hurtable. Yeah, and that's why that's we the have one with it. The soft the, that's why we have it in the first place, I guess. But you know, I don't. I don't. It's not so much. And I. And I think that my new. Because after just doing this hour, my new thing is all about uh, vulnerability and. Um, Honesty, and not that I have haven't been honest, but I do tend to um, hide behind good jokes.
0: You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, I see that because, like, you know, if you're going to really be a person with a point of view, it seems like some of your jokes about women and men are, you know, they're. It's not that they're predictable. They're your approach to them, but they're they're
1: an original take on something a lot of people, you know, have done, and I think kind of a specific take. But now it's like I guess. And my my other thing that I'm really um, concerned about is I try to never be self-indulgent on stage. I, I, I'm really careful about that because someone asked me recently- You just want to tell jokes. I, You know what? I just want to- I do want to give people their money's worth and I, I do remind myself that this is a job and, you know, when I see people go up on stage with their notebooks and they're like, oh, what should I talk about? It's just like, you have 15 minutes up there and I, and I just I just take every minute I'm on stage very seriously, I guess. And, mm-hmm. I, and I always am like- and a lot of times when I plow through because it's like I want to get to the new stuff and I want to like, you know, um, get better and build, but it's also, you know, someone said to me recently they were like- um, You know, they said to me, they were like, someone who's not a comedian was like, so basically, being a comedian is that you're just asking someone to pay you $25 to listen to you talk for an hour. I thought about that and it really hit me because I was like, not only am I asking someone to pay me twenty-five bucks to, yeah, their dr- two drinks and uh, you know, food right. and valet. Yeah, someone's probably paying one hundred and twenty dollars. Right. to see you perform to be and be entertaining. My, yeah, my thing is I don't want to go up there and be like, so what the fuck, man? Where are you from? Oh man, look at this. Right. Look, well, like, crowd,
0: crowd work is what it is.
1: I, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I, I do think no, there's, I understand there's that something ethic. to be yeah, there's something to be said for being comfortable and and in the moment. So and you're stuff. an entertainer. I just I just okay. You want
0: them to get their your money's worth. I just
1: don't want people to walk away. I just I just take it seriously. I guess I want to
0: But I mean one of the things that like I I notice about you and I, and I don't cuz you're you're obviously intelligent, you're sophisticated, you, you. you're ambitious.
1: Thank you. You
0: are, and uh, and and. But like, what I want to know is why that- why
1: is being ambitious just real? Why is that all of a sudden lame?
0: It's not. It's not lame. Really? No, no. I, I don't think. I don't think there's anything lame about it. I think yeah. that that it, it's it, it's a matter of of how people hide it. Yeah. I mean, you, know, a, you know, anyone who's trying to do this is ambitious. Yeah. It's yeah. just some people are more focused than others. Yeah. And and people who are ambitious that aren't able to facilitate anything happening get yeah. bitter. Well, and then they're ambitiously bitter.
1: It's true. Yeah. And the, then you
0: <laughs> become the enemy. The people that are actually. See, you know, activating well, their ambition. It's one of those
1: things where it's like, it's, it's it's like, and it's not even, I don't like know how ambitious I am, but it's like, you know, a lot of times people will, um, you know, I go to the commie store and I go on and I do my spot and I leave. Right. And everyone's like, oh, she's so ambitious. She's so da da. And I'm just like, no, I'm just not going to hang out around the toxic yeah. cesspool of negativity <laughs> and hate. Like, why does that make uh, me, I'm going home to go to bed. I'm not going, uh, I'm not networking. Like, I'm not going to some Hollywood party to network. Like, I'm sleeping. Yeah, but
0: it's weird though, because some of your jokes do come. Come from uh, not a negative place, but they're dark jokes. So a lot of them are a little bit, uh, a little bit hard. Yeah. So, right, so you don't want to hang around the negativity and the darkness. Yet sometimes you'll spew it.
1: I am. No, no. I'm a negative, toxic. <laughs> dark you're not toxic. person You're not toxic. I am, but i am definitely not but i just don't you know because i think a lot it's, it's weird because i really feel like uh, people say you're so hollywood because i don't hang out after my sets and i go to do another spot i think that's the opposite of being hollywood i don't want to sit around with a bunch of comics who are going so what are you doing what do you do next what club are you playing what, what do you have a tv deal who's your agent yeah, fuck that guy I just yeah i just don't want to talk shit about other comics like yeah. i just it makes me uncomfortable and do you get me, a lot of you feel like there's a lot like... of
0: hate coming at you
1: you know, it's weird. I I Cuz you also
0: pretty and a comic.
1: I here's another thing that's is that a, I don't That's a
0: difficult conversation. Th-
1: really I don't I honestly I I'm sure there is a lot. I don't feel it cuz then again I also don't hang out
0: yeah. at clubs. That's another way to avoid it. it's another way not to feeling avoid it. The hate. But a lot
1: of people, but I did get a lot last year. My favorite. Oh, and we'll get to the backhanded compliments in a minute cuz I know what? you and I love backhanded compliments. Yeah. Well, first of all, you love my mom watched my hour special. She watched huh. me for an hour. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. She calls me up. She goes, I just watched your special. I love the background.
0: <laughs> no, come on.
1: I swear to God. I can actually <laughs> read you some emails from her. And then she sent me an email <laughs> yeah. and she goes, Great transitions. You really blew through a lot of stuff. I mean, everything but
0: good every, job. No, or everything good jokes.
1: everything except what was going on with uh my stand-up or material
0: that's hilarious
1: she's pretty amazing um, with Back in but I had someone um, you, even when people try to sort of like I had a comic come up to me after the Joan Rivers roast
0: yeah, and... which you were great
1: thank you that was Thanks. a great that's so nice. uh, that was
0: a great joke now uh, well, go ahead go yeah, ahead
1: thank you so much um, but someone came up to me and goes um, he, this was his way of insulting me but also pretending like he wasn't he mm-hmm. was like yeah I was just at Hermosa Comedy Magic Club everyone was sitting around talking trash about how you didn't write your own jokes but I defended you Mm. Like, that was his way of talking trash to me to my well, face. Well, did you write the jokes? But be- I, I was a writer on The um, Roast before I was a performer on it. Right. I wrote for Flavor Flav and Saget. And I only write my own jokes, so it's, 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 you know, it's kind of a bummer. Do you
0: write all your own jokes? All my own jokes. From the beginning?
1: From the beginning. You mean for stand-up? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, I've never, I've never taken jokes. Well, no one's ever, but, but you know no, but, d-
0: but it's not a matter of taking jokes. See, like this is a but weird no thing. But no one's ever
1: offered. Here's another thing: I used to write for comics. Right. I used to write for a lot of comics right. for a long time, and I can't anymore. What? Just
0: sell them jokes? But
1: uh, yeah, sell them jokes. People say, "Here's my hour, just punch it up," or just write something about my two kids, or you know, different versions. Yeah,
0: I don't understand. Like it's it's a very strange thing that the different um, levels of weirdness that that yeah. occur yeah. because you know you get guys who are established comics that yeah. after a certain point expect people to write for them and yeah. have writers for them right that, that's part of the business and everyone knows that completely completely it's just it's it is what it is. If you are a defined personality and you need to generate material, I just I just. By the way, Larry
1: the Cable Guy, perfect example. So easy to write jokes for. Just says, hey, write me jokes on that. But what,
0: here's what I want to get at, though. What yeah. I want to get at is like that kind of comment when you got young comics or com- or your peers yeah. saying that you know nobody n- I defended you for not writing your own jokes. It's like yeah. it's almost like you can't win. It's like that's yeah. not you're not stealing jokes. Yeah. If you buy jokes, you buy jokes. It's yeah. your fucking business. Yeah. But there's this idea that everybody has to write their own material. Yet everyone's yeah. heroes. Very very few guys uh, that once they get to a certain level write their own fucking jokes.
1: Yeah, but it's uh, but there's also like the Louis C.K.s and the Atells and the Louis Blacks and stuff. Who it's like, you know, that's that would be the. the no, more I understand, that, but yeah. I
0: understand the criticism.
1: Yeah, but it's like, but, I, but I, all, but the, all the, those
0: guys you mentioned, well, not Attel, yeah. but they're they're very specific personalities who right. write from a, a right. sp- and, and do long form material. Right. And
1: but by it- the way, these are also guys who write for other people. Louis writes for Chris Rock. Yeah. You know, exactly. It has before. So it's like, you know, I don't know, for me I just I I I don't think not that there isn't our funny writers. I know a ton but of. But I funny wonder
0: writers. why the fuck you would get attacked like that.
1: I, you know what? I, I don't know. Uh, it's fine. I'm sure everybody gets attacked on some level. It doesn't necessarily affect me because I know the truth, and you know I used to be. But I wonder if it has to but do with I, you being a chick. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe because I'm like, if you need that to make yourself feel better about the fact that I did well then you can have it if you need that delusion if you need to convince yourself that someone else wrote for me but it is just like Because I see
0: your tweets you're not sitting unless you're sitting there with someone you're writing with or you have your joke no writer one, with you yeah home. I have a
1: joke writer that writes my <laughs> tweets it's like at first of all I'm glad that I'm flattered that people think that I can afford a, a, my own joke writer um, but no I mean I was a writer on the. I wrote other people's jokes on the roast two years in a row so it's like I started it no a I roast know writer. well that's well that's quite
0: honestly you, you yeah. know I mean I have my own issues about you know people being written for yeah, yeah in, in the sense that like there are certain things what there is a couple things that amaze me like you know when the writer strike happened yeah that you know that all of a sudden you know people didn't realize that how essential writers were because yeah, these yeah, guys yeah, could yeah, do, yeah. do their shows so, like yes. the thing that always amazed me is as, as smart as people may be like if John Stewart's audience they may be geniuses but on some level some of them still think he writes his own jokes yeah and and that you know that's just part of the business is yeah. that comics get to a certain level they can't generate that much material yeah. on a day-to-day basis so yeah. they have to have writers and that's part of the entertainment product that they're manufacturing. Yeah. Now when you're at my level or, or, or at your level, you want to be your own joke writer because yeah. you want to define yourself yeah. with your humor yeah. but because you do a certain style of joke yeah. they want to diminish that by saying that you know you didn't write your jokes whereas you used to write for other people and yeah. the truth of the matter is there has to be if there's barter around joke writing and you're not stealing someone's joke and someone sells you a joke or writes yeah. a joke for you, there's yeah. no fucking crime in that
1: there's no crime in it at all it's just not for me at least yet because right now i'm still trying to figure out who the fuck i am and what i want to say you're a
0: compulsive joke writer
1: yeah but it's also and no one could write for me because no one knows what i'm going through and i for me everything i want to do now is just really personal and really specific so no one how's that going uh really well actually Like what? give me an example um i'm just trying to sort of talk more about you know my fear speaking less generally i don't want to do guys do this and women do this i want it to more be like i'm scared shitless of this and why you know what I mean? This is your own decision. Yeah, I'm trying to sort of. Yes, it is. Well, it's
0: hard to, to do that. I guess maybe I'm gonna watch your special. And I just that's don't on want there, my but...
1: material to ever be interchangeable with someone. You know what I mean? No, no,
0: I get it. Yeah, that's a good transition to make from what you are essentially a joke telling comedian. Not 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 so much a one liner, but short form yeah. joke. But the
1: idea, I think, is just to go. So for me, the idea of stand up, it's like you know a lot of comics again go on the road and they have people write for them and they go on the road. To me, I can't see what's fulfilling about that because you're just reciting things with that you have no attachment. There to are you.
0: guys that make a living like, writing. For Ron White, completely.
1: You know what? And Ron, and they tour with him. Ron White, I did. And he's one
0: of the greatest comics in the world. I that did. Guy.
1: I did some. Uh, he is so talented. I did a show Hilarious. with him. He has four Bentleys that I know of. He showed up every day in a different belly. but yeah, he's got writers. But you know what? He's also sitting around with him at the writers' table. It was a pilot he was doing for Comedy Central, and I was like a course like his sidekick correspondent yeah. person. And he didn't do it because for him to do a TV show, he loses money. Yeah. So they're sitting around. He's got like five writers, but people pitch him jokes, and he goes, "No, no, how about this?" And he changes them and makes right. them his own. And no, makes no, it's a, a collaborative and effort. And he says, "He goes, that's a great joke. It's just not for me." You know, he really like he's a,
0: he's a great comic. He has
1: taste and he has point of view. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, so I respected the way that he did. That he just sort of, but it's just
0: sort of interesting. I mean, after a certain point, you know, people are paying to see that guy, yeah, tell us talk whatever he's gonna do,
1: yeah, completely. But he's more, he can be a vehicle for other people's jokes. For me, it's just like when a huge, you know, a, who Tim mm. Allen or whatever just has someone right an act for him, you're just reciting something on stage that just to me that's not fulfilling, at least not now. Come back no, to me well, in no, ten years. Right. No,
0: no, I don't think you're, you're going in that direction. I think it's interesting that you started on the other side of that. I just yeah. I just interviewed Apatow and you know, and he did the same wow. thing. You know, he you know that's he started right. He a was joke a writer. writer. Oh, right. yeah, right. But he wanted to be a comic, but you know, he found his strength in joke writing. Yeah. And he wrote for comedians.
1: And by the way, it's also easier and faster for me, not to mention more economically sound for me to just write my own stuff because sitting around reading other people, it just doesn't. It's one of those things where it's like you know when someone um this is like because you know now that I guess maybe I'm I'm doing you know decent I get all these calls that are like we wrote this for you um that we had you in mind for this part right but 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 then it it unfortunately puts a mirror up to what people think of you and you realize how you're perceived what do you mean oh right 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 because you're i'm not that guy so literally literally someone's like i wrote this for you it was written for you check it out i read it literally penny 28 bitterly single and icy uh-huh. that was the description yeah. and he's like this is you this is exactly yeah, yeah. for you and so right. when people write jokes for you you know maybe you start like someone if they wrote for me I'm sure they'd write all this <laughs> slutty <laughs> shit and I'd you be should like, see what I get yeah I was just like, you think I'm a slut like yeah yours would be about like homicidal tendencies <laughs> and, yeah, and
0: neurotic angry I'm,
1: I'm almost too afraid to have someone write for me because I don't want to know how I'm perceived I don't know how people interpret me
0: well I think there, you're probably perceived in two ways like right? the one those two things are probably operative the yeah. way you talk about sex and you know, as, as somebody like you know because you talk about about sex uh, would would make you seem one way, and the way you talk about and how aggressive you are seem another way. But I mean, I know you to be pretty thoughtful, pretty sensitive and and how are you going to integrate that. I don't know. So what are your what are the challenges of that? What do you, what do you, when you write these new style jokes yeah. from your first person point of view, what are the topics?
1: You know the risks I think are of honesty. I mean, you know the risks of honesty. I mean, I think that also yeah, you're the going to be embarrassed. The, yeah, the ramifications of talking about your parents and your, you know, sister and and your boyfriend and, and you know, and so, you know, and I hate to bring this, you know, Chelsea Handler like in her, all of her books, she talks says horrible things about her dad. My dad's an asshole. He lied. You know what I mean? You're just outing right. people that are close to you, and I already have such a terrible dynamic with my family to talk about them publicly. Do is, you?
0: I mean, is it's, it really terrible? Not, it seems it's, like it's okay it's, you with your what, mom. You know
1: why it's okay now is because I did a lot of work on myself and decided not to just accept things that I can't change. Um, you know, so now that I've done that, it's not as is hard. But you know, it's it's in terms of talking about why I am the way I am and the things that my biggest fear is a lot of it would be having to talk about really personal things about my family that would probably embarrass them, and that that scares me.
0: Does it, you think it'd be hurtful?
1: I think it would hurt them, yeah, because they don't, they're not as self-aware yet. They don't know all these Isn't things. Isn't there any way to themselves. frame that stuff? Yeah, so it's like for me, Say, let's say you, um, you're, uh, you know your girlfriend. She let's say she's a drug addict. Right. Would, would you talk about that on stage? Would you yeah. feel comfortable saying her name and talking about it? Well, yeah. I
0: don't know if I'd have to say her name. If you
1: did an hour special, yeah, tomorrow, and said, you know.
0: Well, I have very specific experiences, and I do talk about them. Yeah. And and I don't need to mention names, but the only thing I find about talking about specific experiences is that it is a big transition from from talking generally, generally. Where 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 you're presenting it like we all relate to this, and yeah. you may even write. You may even watered down your feelings about things in yeah. order for more people to relate to it. So as soon as you say I, that means it's you and them. Yep. And then, you know, the risk is, you know, how many people are really going to understand this? Are, is this going to be relatable or are they yeah. just going to hear me taking a shot at my mother?
1: Well, I think that Louis C.K. said this again. I'm horrible with where I get my quotes, but he said the more specific you are, the more general you are. You know, in terms of so, if you're running around going, men do this, women do this, it's just kind of like, oh, but as soon as you say I, for some reason, that makes it more universal. Well, no,
0: I think what I don't know if I agree with that, but I yeah. what I do agree with is that when you say I, somebody says I'm like that too.
1: Yes, yes.
0: That that's yes. possible, yes. but you know, just as many people say, I've never thought that way in my fucking life, but yeah. they're not your people anyways.
1: Well, it's also weird because for me, for a long time, like when when people find out about you know how my life was and how my childhood was, everyone's like, oh my god! First of all, it's like, are you in therapy? People get very worried. Well, how about was me. it? What
0: did they? responding well, you to. know i
1: think the responding to you know i you know i did you know uh you know went through my you know sister had a lot of drug experiences and i did you know very early and you know like what kind left home for a couple months at like 12 and was you know just a lot of things that like are at 12 oh yeah left home? yeah left home for and ran, you ran away we just for went to months? Rehoboth beach and you and your sister me and my sister my sister How old is older she's a year older so yeah. A
0: twelve and a thirteen year old. Yeah,
1: Horror. and just a lot of like grew up fast and furious, you know. But a lot of people have gone through what, this. But what but, happened on that but oh, but trip. a lot of times, I d-
0: <laughs> what what a twelve and a thirteen year old leave home for two just,
1: months? I, I was this tall when I was that young, so I'm sure I didn't look that old. As you can tell, I looked I've always looked ten years older than I am.
0: You don't look old.
1: Um, really, the no. people, the, the the blogs don't agree with you. The the oh, chat room. What do you? Re- what no, you know what? My mom is pretty. She will go through my uh, IMDb comments. Mm-hmm and send them to me and she'll go see this guy doesn't think that you wear enough lip gloss either like uh, she and she'll, you know so she's brutal but another thing is that I don't and, and it's weird because I'm sure a lot of people would consider a stand-up comedian a narcissist but I don't find my life that interesting I guess or something or I don't that's why I don't like to go is st- that
0: really true because I think it that is. I think you protected it
1: Really I'd, I I think I am trying to figure out what it is exactly because it's like the same thing I don't like to go to, Insecurity, I don't like yeah, to I, guess go, so. I don't like to go to therapy cuz I literally get bored I sw- I get bored about with talking yourself? yes I get bored about talking about myself cuz it's like I have to fucking live with myself all the time and I just get annoyed by these like obsessive thoughts about things and insecurities and and paranoia I get annoyed so by the time I'm I'm like I don't want to pay 50 bucks to think about the or 150 bucks what's to think a, about this shit more
0: What's your biggest obsession? I mean what are they usually about?
1: Um pro- I I get I, Food? I um, f- you know what? Thank you. I'm gonna take that as a compliment because I'm assuming you think I'm thin. But I, I do. Food used to be. I used to be very obsessed with food. Uh, my sister um, had a, a really bad eating disorder. Is for- this
0: sister real? You just. Is this just a way of you saying me?
1: She's. <laughs> Oh, have I been saying my sister this whole time? That's why I refer my sister. My sister had a drug problem. I can show uh, you My
0: sister had an eating disorder. I can my show you a picture. Of her. No, I believe you. She's
1: I... um yeah, uh, she's uh you know so I did have an eating problem very young, mm-hmm. and I was like you know worked as a model when I was younger. Um well, like
0: you did. Well, how old were you? Fit,
1: uh probably like thirteen to seventeen.
0: After the two month hiatus. After
1: the two <laughs> two month saga. Sister. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where you ran away? The two
1: month excursion, um but uh but yeah so I,
0: I how long did you model? For um,
1: probably like five or six, you know, into college, but five or six years when I was a teenager. Print stuff? And, and was young. A lot of print. Made lot some of, money? Lot, did make some good money, spent it all on my college education. Uh, did some QVC. You put
0: yourself through college with your modeling money? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah,
1: Yeah. really? Well, I did a lot of QVC. I did some catalog stuff. Really, I did at 16 a lot of a pee in the pod maternity stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of just, you know, random stuff like that. And fit modeling, which is, you know, you just just sit there for informal modeling where you just walk around the store and um, trying to not kill yourself. It's
0: interesting that the fight that you do fight to be to be a woman who is attractive on stage, and I know Thank I get you. I get my balls you know busted. What, Kat no, Kat I get is... I get I get busted by by you know people who claim to be like you know why does he always make uh, people feel different on his show? Like there's a couple of idiots that write me emails saying different. Well, why would it, why does he ask a woman what's it, what is it like to be a woman doing stand up? How is that important? Well because it is, I think it's that's a real, ever, I
1: think that's I think that I think that people want to know that. And here's another thing though, you know this more than anyone. I think that most stand up. Up, women's stand-ups now are really attractive
0: right but there's I mean? but the issue with i'm talking about it, is there used to be a, a thing that my ex used to have to deal with which is like they look at someone who's attractive and uh-huh. think like w- what could their problem be
1: that you're attractive and your <laughs> uncle tried to fuck you when you were 10 i mean uh-huh. yeah i think that is I that think, why you took the excursion that, i think that was the excursion in my <laughs> uncle's boat um <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that, that 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 um, you know, being attractive uh, uh, you know, brings up a set of you know issues with yourself. You know, yeah, because people can't way, see past the attra- it; they don't see you as a person. Completely, the more attractive someone is, usually um, the less attractive they think they are. Right. You know, and also it's like for me, I was I may be an attractive comedian, but I was an ugly model so I was always in as a model I was always the ugliest and the fattest even not, though, didn't
0: they say you're like unique even the, that, no
1: I was just the ugliest they and use so that I word? would get I would get fired from jobs on the spot Randolph Duke told me that my ribs were too big so I couldn't find so it's like I was always the ugly girl but just in a different echelon do you know what I mean so uh, you know so I was, now
0: so now that you're, you're you're rising to the challenge you're not writing general one line
1: yeah trying to get but trying to aggressive sort of but I'm trying or. to figure out um because I guess I just find myself so boring in my life so boring you know but well, so, um, all you do
0: is work i do work. But, I, but you do but think it, about things because i, I like... see your tweets and you and your observational comedy is funny
1: really um i i uh i don't know I, I it's weird and this sounds so fucking gay but i um i don't know stand-up doesn't feel like work to me i really do you know, no, I know,
0: but what I'm saying is that your life is limited to like if you're doing three sets a night and you're yeah. running around, then you're going home and you're getting up and you're yeah. you're you're trying to you know pitch projects and, yeah. and get cast and this that and the other. thing. What yeah. do you have going on?
1: Yeah, I do. I just sold a show to NBC yesterday. Um, you
0: sold a show to NBC. Yeah,
1: a TV show, which hopefully you know I'll be in. Who
0: you partnered with?
1: I'm partnered with the Scott Stuber Company. Um, and
0: who's writing it? I'm writing it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I so pitched you yesterday. So oh, that's beat, awesome. So yeah. you, you pitched a uh, a full, that you're writing and creating.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, so I was just in a deal with Comedy Central for a while. Right. They want me to do a talk show. So right. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, meeting with that next week. So we'll so see. So what's in first position? I, I want to go this one, this the NBC, NBC one will be. But I want to, um and. So you I have just, to write it yeah yeah
0: so you're with a production company you're going to write it alone
1: <laughs> yeah i'm writing alone and then creator because that's i want a house right yeah i want to get a house and i um want to talk I'm, about
0: what it's about
1: um sure yeah yeah no it's very simple it's basically like modern day mad about you it's about a couple who's been together for four years and they want to stay together but they're too afraid of marriage so they sort of are dealing with all the prejudices that happen when you want to stay together but don't want to get married you know, because the girl comes from a lot of divorce in her family. She's right. like me. I basically had a situation where I was with a guy for four years and he we got in a fight one day, had nothing to do with the fact that I went through his phone and he uh, he said, he's like, well, why don't we just get married? And I... I, I almost throughout. like I was so I'm so terrified about the idea of marriage yeah um, and I'm working through a lot of those fears and and so every episode's just gonna be you know questioning a different element of what marriage is and why we have to do it and what it means and,
0: I remember this story this happened a long time ago it happened a long time ago because we talked about it when we were in San Diego we did
1: talk about it in San Diego on but the
0: you got back together with that guy after that got
1: back together with the guy after that then broke up for good about a year ago yeah and dating someone new now
0: right so You're but it basically a comedy guy it's
1: basically a comedy writer Right. That's not, a, I mean. not a comedian. Okay, easy. i I'm not a comedian. I'm not dating a comedian. <laughs> I am not dating <laughs> Miles Jobrani.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're someone I'd tell his wife if you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm taking the next couple of and I just uh, wrote a movie. So it's actually really nice and you might appreciate this because I feel like uh, writing TV and writing movies yeah. it's like uh, where you get to dump all your B jokes yeah. that don't get to yeah, make it into your A. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like all the same thing with Twitter yeah. it's like all the things that aren't A enough to go in your special find a home finally so it wasn't all a complete waste of time <laughs> <laughs> is that put horrible? Them in the shitty movie. is that horrible that no. I'm just like oh thank god a character saying this extent- dude the
0: fact that you actually you know put them in a place where you can keep them and use them again yeah, is it's, uh, impressive it's
1: just good to be able to have so yeah I wrote a movie and I'm going to try to take the next couple months What's off the movie from about? the road the movie is, um, it lets, I mean, let me just tell you what it's based on. It's based on the fact that my l- name is Whitney Cummings, uh-huh. and there's a porn star named Wendy Cummings, yeah. and before I started uh, having anything on Google, when you googled my name, yeah. a lot of porn would come up
0: and that's a that's the movie
1: ba- uh, that's what it's based on
0: well you're uh, you are you seem to be a hot commodity right now really yeah
1: whatever I'm doing the tonight show monday whatever
0: yeah i wonder when we're going to air this that's going to be amazing so it might maybe you should say like i was just on the tonight show
1: no i don't want to plug anything but i'm tr- i'm, I'm kind of just sort you've of you've never done the tonight show i did with conan right i'm doing it with leno right like, is that okay am i going to people not going to like me no you do whatever you can can you tell me how i'm perceived yeah, because I don't think that I'm accepted by the alternative community think. Well, like
0: on this show if if there is a bridging of the gap I do it only because I appreciate people who are real comedians and yeah. you've worked to You've earned what you have, uh, you. you know from doing the work as a stand-up and writing jokes Yeah, uh, you know the uh, alternative community is just a, a sort of select insulated somewhat um, elitist group of people yeah that yeah you know, Things get decided by them as a group. I mean yeah, Louis was the same way. I mean Louis at some point, you know, actively in some respects campaigned you know for their appreciation yeah in, in a sense that like you know if you look at lucky louie from hbo that wasn't an alternative show in any way uh-uh. you know and somehow or another they warm to him so you don't know how they're going to respond after or yeah. what it's going to take because yeah. they certainly don't embrace jim norton they certainly don't that's yeah. true that you know what what they decide is good is that's relative true. to to who deems it i don't know wh- yeah. why or how it happens yeah
1: and now you know but it doesn't zach alfanakis is a major movie star doing commercial films it's not it, about commercial it's you you know, it's not about
0: selling out. Yeah. It's just about who they think they, uh, you know, are, are relate to, or who they they. Yeah. I don't even know how it happens or what the group think around yeah. it is. Yeah. or why but it's not about selling out because they have no problem with people selling out as long as they sell out and they can still appreciate it i don't know that the idea of selling out really applies to anything anymore yeah because you, you know if they're okay with the vehicle and they understand you i mean yeah. on some level i think that you know maybe dave cross took a couple of hits for doing the second chipmunks movie you know i think that you, you know there's certain people
1: Oswald that... doing king of queens and... he does
0: but but he doesn't seem to take any hits because there's two schools of thought in terms of the people that are alternative that can draw they they are obviously real comedians and they do the job. Yeah, yeah. So like when it com- it's comes not right about down
1: material. To it. it's no, not... no.
0: When it comes right down to it, you know, guys who can do the job, you know, can do the job, and they're professional comedians. Yeah. And you know, I don't see any difference between somebody who's a professional comedian from from uh, the mainstream or whatever the opposite of alternative is. It's yeah. all one thing to me.
1: Commercial, but it's very
0: mainstream. It's a fickle thing. Yeah. It's, it's not based on any on any. Uh, yeah. Uh, sense of it's based on a sensibility. It's not based on what people do necessarily. Yeah. Like Maria. Stanford is a huge alternative comedian, and you can see that because you know, she's sort of this unique thing that yeah. that is, is is special and would not really play for any audience, and, and speaks a certain way yeah. that you know she's. But
1: I get because it's just I'm asking because I get bummed out thinking maybe that people don't interpret me as original or specific. Do you know, what well, I, mean? I think
0: that your shortcomings, you know what they are, and it seems to me that as you evolve as a comic, you're dealing with them. I mean, yeah. you, obviously, something in you has said to you. That you know, I need to you know, I need to expose more. I need to take more chances. Yeah, and with by my the stand-up. way, and
1: as 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 polarizing as Dane Cook is, he's you know someone who started you know or he's got very famous and successful with very high energy and what a lot of people would think would be commercial mainstream, and he's just done a one eighty and now he do- talks about you know suicide and his parents dying and just stands there with a the microphone and doesn't do the energy stuff anymore, you know. <sighs>
0: Judging people for their success or, yeah. or why anybody likes them, I I don't know. It, it becomes a waste of time after a while. It's just entertainment, and yeah. everybody's got about a five year shot, yeah. and 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 then eventually, you know, if you get uh, the fortunate enough to make a bunch of money in that window of opportunity, then you got to figure out how to hold on to it. You know, in, in the big picture, it doesn't fucking matter. It
1: doesn't matter, and I <laughs> guess it's like for me because it's like I think that, and part of the reason why Last was Standing didn't make sense for me because like I'm running around, like you know, I think my biggest problem maybe is that I run around and do Mill Valley. Look at you. Um and go. What do people think of me? What do people think of me? But the, I think the as a comedian, you can only write about what interests you and what you think is funny. But, but
0: I think what you, I think you, and uh, maybe
1: what interests me is a little simple and mainstream. I you well, know, that's fine. I mean, but I think you. I know, don't want to do jokes about this American life.
0: No, no one wants to do jokes you know? about this American life. But this American life is a is a cultural standard bearer yeah. for what is nerd community. You yeah. know, you're not. There's no reason you have to be pretend to be part of nerd culture if yeah. you're not. Yeah. And and the thing is, I think you have identified your own shortcomings is that you're self conscious about the possibility that you are approaching, though original in, in, in your own way, you know, fairly, you know, well trodden ground about relationships.
1: Yeah. Yeah. so
0: so if as you but that's get,
1: also just what interests me you know what I mean like right. I just and I I happen to just be interested in things that other people are interested in so I guess that makes and also me, you're me a strange. joke
0: writer Yeah. I, and a lot of people who do point of view comedy like you know alternative comics yeah. don't come from the same background as you Yeah. I mean you're the kind of guy that you're kind of guy Yeah. you're the kind of woman that you know not unlike a tell will just sit there and write jokes and, and just not you know just write joke after joke after yeah, joke yeah, after yeah. joke whereas you know an alternative approach would be like oh, I'm gonna go talk about that thing that my dog did yeah we'll so, see you know. I
1: just talk about what haunts me and what, you know what I mean? Like, that's why for me doing stand-up doesn't feel like work because I don't sit down and go, okay, what is funny about batteries? Because I need to write battery jokes. What do you mean
0: what haunts you? You know,
1: what haunts me. All- you like
0: to write jokes as puzzles, though, don't you? I mean, yeah, you, you will sit there. Yeah, it's a lot
1: there- of math. Yeah, it, it is, is a lot of math. But then, but also uh, a great, because that's what writing the roast jokes and, and stuff like that. And I wrote for later. You're late. a professional
0: comedy but writer. that
1: is, yeah, that is, those. Are, there's math to right. it. But now I think that uh, honesty trumps good math. All right. And- well- as you, you know, take
0: that, as you journey that, yeah. you will see how the you know, that crew responds to you. I don't think you should be concerned about it.
1: I do. I do I, you know, I'm not necessarily concerned, but it's just interesting, especially people. You're just such a good person to talk to about this when you're how just figuring out how you're perceived. I don't and maybe know maybe no one should worry about Look, that. Look, the
0: alternative, they didn't like me. They barely accept You're me. You're like the guy. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not the guy. You know, I don't, you know, I'm not an ironic person. I yeah. don't have a, I don't have an ironic following. Uh-huh. I'm very raw. I'm very honest. I talk you to are. a lot of people that they like. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I you know my my mental processes reveal something that no one really talks about and I think they find it compelling. Yeah. But, you know, they, they're they not. And fearless. Right, but they're not loyalists to that type of comedy. I yeah. mean, they'd much rather have Paul F. Tompkins or Patton. You're but,
1: dangerous.
0: Well, I, I just think that, like, what I try to do you know here is just like I am saddened that you know, there's a lot of guys like some guys who work like I had uh, I had Dove on the show uh-huh. I had Caparulo on the show I, I want to I hear ha- the
1: one of you and Dove
0: it's great You know, because like, you know, despite the fact that he annoys me and I bust his balls, you know, I know he's a bright kid and I, and I know he has an interesting way of speaking, yeah. but it's sort of like, it's weird to me. yeah. And like, I went to England and interviewed Stuart Lee, who I never knew who's a genius. Wow. And, but it's interesting to me that you have real comedians. Like I think Cap is a real comedian and, and people don't know him from the alternative side of the street yeah. and they may not dig him and they may think this or that about him, but you can't deny the guy's a real deal. So it's just a. I don't know why people get like, and I understand it's sort of like, you feel like it's a click that you want yeah. to be part of. And but.
1: it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Yeah. If I have to just go hang out at La Pumbel more, Uh, Or something, but they don't hang out there. But it is interesting just in in talking. I think as
0: you take chances, you you know, that, you know, if you, you it's all a matter of of what kind of, you know, what what you do up there. Yeah. You know, and it it sounds like you're heading in a new direction in terms of of honesty, and that's exciting.
1: Yeah, it is exciting.
0: And um, congratulations on all your success.
1: Thank you. I am soaking wet.
0: I know. (laughs) Sweaty, right? Sweaty, sweaty. Okay. Okay, that's our show, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. A little more insight into the joke machine that is Whitney Cummings. Please, folks, go to WTF Pod Shop. Pick up one of the premium episodes, the last one, the Parade of Jews, or whatever we called it, the Calvicate of Jews. They're all really funny, and I'm glad that the, those of you who did pick them up are enjoying them. Also, new shirts are coming. New shirts are coming. And I've got new stickers, and I'll be in New York at Comics. Next week, September 15th, that's Wednesday, at Comics in New York, two live WTFs, 7.30 and 9.30. The first show, we're titling The Nerdier Show, that's uh, Jesse Klein, Michael Showalter, Maeve Higgins, uh, Glenn Wool, and maybe David Cross. The second show, 9.30, that's going to be Bobby Kelly, Kurt Metzger, Joe DeRosa, Pete Corielli, and Dave Tell. That's The Dirtier Show. Live WTF at Comics in New York, Wednesday, September 15th, 7.30 and 9.30. Go to ComicsNY, that's Comics with an X, ny.com for tickets and information. Those are usually pretty good shows. I've got no coffee. Go to JustCoffee.coop or go to WTFPod.com for JustCoffee.coop.